Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the endgame in Anthem. A lot of criticism of the endgame, so I did want to do a discussion about this and give my thoughts on it. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I'm probably live right now, so come on in, join the discussion in the Q&A sessions. A lot of people have been doing that. If you're watching this on YouTube, clicking that like button and the subscribe button is also a great way of supporting my content. I'm going to break this into three sections as I always do. Uh, The reason I want to do that is because it helps kind of organize my thoughts. So we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and then the misunderstood. So, surprise, surprise, I know I'm just a shill and a sellout. I am going to talk about the bad. There are things in the end game right now that are not that good. There are things they need to change. And that is a very, very important thing in a game like this. You need a vibrant and good end game. And presently, I don't feel like uh, we have one. So, uh, so let's just start with the good because I, I do think there are things they got right in this game I do think there are things uh, that they did a good job with and I think that I want to highlight those because some people I believe are stopping short uh, in this game they're not getting to enjoy uh, a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the value I think people are cutting out early I think they got a bad taste in their mouth from the story and they're not really giving the game a chance and that's leading them to come to conclusions about the content that is a little short-sighted so the good all right if you actually get to the point that you get into the masterwork builds and the grind and you start experimenting with those builds you will start to see that there is actually quite a bit of diversity in the classes and there's quite a bit of diversity in the loadouts that you can run and the strength that you can have I think a lot of folks got into epic gear didn't feel all that different didn't feel very strong and they kind of bounced once you get into the masterwork grind and you start seeing synergies and builds and certain abilities that feed others I do think you start to get a taste for how good this game can be the four javelins specifically all play very differently within themselves and then after that within each javelin there's a variety of builds and loadouts that are very different from one another just this morning I was playing one way with the ranger and another streamer came in Deathridge was like try this build it's really strong and I tried it out and it's ridiculous so when you can get into that vein I think that's a great quality of life point for the end game with respect to experimentation loot pursuit and that loot pursuit tying into how strong and different you can feel in the game now they've added specific reward paths for certain items which I also think is helpful it needs to be a little bit more clear but you can get you can get masterwork components and masterwork abilities as long as you're on Grandmaster 1 as long as you go into Grandmaster 1 strongholds you get guaranteed masterwork abilities from the from the boss and then when you do Grandmaster 1 legendary contracts you get guaranteed masterwork uh, components see that that's that's that agency that's that loot pursuit you know where it is you can chase it that's what I've been doing this morning I just keep grabbing people from chat that have legendary contracts we do them so I can try and get better components than what I have now again the doorway to the end game grind is the masterworks once you start getting masterworks you can start to say I got a bunch of components that are masterwork I don't like their inscriptions I don't like the the percentages that they're they're adding I want to go for what maybe you think are better versions I actually think diversity is there. 
I think there's diversity in the activities. However, it gets short-circuited because of the lack of incentive for certain things right now. So a lot of people have criticized the game and said there's no diversity. If you spend an hour in the public space doing all the different free play events as well as contracts and legendary contracts, the enemies that you're fighting, the mini-bosses, the boss fights, the things that you have to do are actually quite diverse for a loot pursuit game most loot pursuit games settle into a rhythm where you're doing a lot of the same things i happen to think just in the free play environment there's quite a lot of diversity in what you're doing then when you up the difficulty it changes grandmaster one two and three makes those events and those contracts feel quite a bit different quite a bit more challenging and then you have the three strongholds now the reason that that diversity and that spectrum of content is getting short-circuited is because what I'm about to talk about. There are missing pieces to the endgame incentive that's hurting that trajectory. It's like the endgame kind of stops short. You get into Grandmaster 1, and that's kind of it. You're just grinding Grandmaster 1, and there's a lack of incentive to go into different strongholds or to, 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 to not just do Tyrant Mine over and over again. So that's all the good, okay? I think there's great loot diversity, build diversity, and diversity of activities, but it's getting short-circuited. I think there are people that just didn't play the game long enough, but I also think there are people that are justifiably saying, what am I supposed to do now? There's no reason to go uh, beyond this. So let's talk about the bad. Grandmaster 2 and 3 seem utterly pointless right now. There seems to be no reason to run them other than the prestige of running them, or apparently if you do all the strongholds on Grandmaster 3, there's like 75,000 coin or something. Nobody's really doing that because of the time investment, and we just can't quite get strong enough right now. It seems like some of the inscriptions are broken or not effective enough to push you over into Grandmaster 3. There also seems to be a pretty dramatic jump from 1 to 2 to 3. Even if those jumps are justifiable, there's no loot incentive. Now, keep in mind, Grandmaster 2 and 3 were initially going to be locked at launch. Like, that's something that I think is incredibly important to remember. Grandmaster 2 and 3, I don't think we're ready for prime time. I don't think they had the loot pools in place. I don't think they even had the damage structures in place. They were fiddling with the the d- enemy health and the reward structures down to the wire. They were fiddling with those things, and I don't think they were ready for prime time. However, there was negative response to them, you know, reportedly when they were, t- oh, they're going to lock Grandmaster 2 and 3. People got really angry. I think the absence of armor and cosmetics and the fact that they unlocked Grandmaster 2 and 3 at launch was because they didn't want any more negative press than they were already getting from kind of the hate brigade. People were just jumping to conclusions about micros, so there's almost no cosmetics in the game right now. They didn't want any of that stuff in there to be part of the dialogue of launch. They wanted the dialogue of launch to be about the game and what people, you know, were doing and instead, you know, they didn't want to be focused on microtransactions. Same thing with Grandmaster 2 and 3. I don't think they wanted any of the focus to be on here's you know here's all the problems with the game here's all the things that are wrong grandmaster two and three aren't even included i mean we already have people looking at the roadmap concluding that what's the what what, this stuff so far out like give me a break why is this stuff so far out they don't even understand like that's that's the delivery pattern they're just assuming that the things were cut or left out so grandmaster two and three are shouldn't even be in the game right now in my opinion they, they serve no purpose other than to kind of mock people that attempt to do them with their time uh, secondly secondly two 
the, the second and third strongholds, I know if you run with a team that knows what they're doing, the Temple of Scar is actually faster than Tyrant Mine, but most people are just going into the matchmaking. The, the second and third uh, strongholds are basically, they're not worth running right now. There's no reason to run them. Uh, they, they, they basically are way too long of a time investment and then gear over time that becomes the, the, the point right everybody's doing gear over time everybody's like go- grinding for loot and if the gear over time equation is faster in tyrant mind for matchmaking that's just all everybody's doing so there's no spectrum of reward for the strongholds either and that's a problem you have you, you have noticeably different strongholds and there just doesn't seem to be any reason to run them the trajectory of gear up and go up is just stopping short right now. You're gearing up, but you're not really going up. There's no reason to go up. There's no reason to really push yourself beyond where you are right now, and that's a problem with the end game. Now, people have been consistently saying they're sick of games launching that need to be fixed with time. I think folks are misunderstanding the purpose and the intention of how the the roadmap is supposed to work, okay? The roadmap is not meant to be a fix for the game. It's meant to be an expansion of your experience, and it also doesn't cost any money. And that's what I want to kind of transition with. So those are the things that are wrong with the end game right now. Most notably, I think the things that are wrong with the end game, it just the devil is the deadline. I've continued to say that. This game needed a couple more months, so Grandmaster 2 and 3 weren't ready for prime time. They didn't want negative press, so they shoved them in there with zero loot incentive or reason to grind them. Same thing with the strongholds, okay? Now, let's talk about the misunderstood. So we've talked about the good, the bad, the misunderstood. A significant amount of the criticism in the reviews that I've watched with respect to the end game, it's clear people have no clue what they're talking about. They didn't get into the masterwork grind. They've not tried a variety of the builds because they say that everything's weak and pointless and there's no loot to chase. And it's completely and utterly incorrect to make that statement. You could say there's not enough loot, and I would still press you on that. Just within one javelin, you can pursue a variety of builds with inscriptions, with percentage buffs, with different complementary abilities. There's a variety of things, I think, that will drive you to loot pursuit. I'm admitting it's short-circuiting because of the nature of Grandmaster 2 and 3 and the Strongholds, but there's plenty of loot to chase. There are synergies, there's builds, and there's power that nobody's getting to see because they're stopping short. They're basically engaging with crap gear and saying, well, the gear's not very strong. It would be like playing Destiny and after only using white, green, and blue gear being like, well, the gear in this game sucks. Well, yeah, you're engaging with trash loot. A criticism of Bioware would be maybe they should have seen that you would be in the trash loot too long. The white, the green, the blue and the purple are all basically not worth anything if you want strong synergistic builds. And I think maybe they should have done something about that. Maybe the the, the purples should have introduced you to synergistic builds, stronger versions of the abilities, random abilities, etc. to kind of ease people into thinking about, well, Masterworks are worth chasing. It very much changes the way that you play. If free content coming on the roadmap is viewed through the lens of their quote-unquote fixing the game... 
I think that's an unfair treatment of where this game is headed. This game is not meant to be $60 and then there's these DLC piecemeals that add on to it. $60 gets you access to an ever-expanding experience. Destiny fixed their game with Taken King. Destiny fixed their game with Forsaken. And that costs you money and you had to wait a year, okay? The content that's in this roadmap are coming out within a month to two months of the launch and it's all free so the argument that like we have to wait for them to fix the game we have to pay for them to fix the game no you don't empty criticism totally vacant of truth it's not true you pay 60 you get access to the core game of anthem and everything that happens beyond that and everyone's twisting that and turning it into we have to pay for them to fix the game absolutely not it's a misrepresentation of the facts true the end game is going to get beefier once they start making Grandmaster 2 and 3 and the Strongholds more worthwhile. But that is a total misrepresentation of how this game is expanding its experience. Repetition. This is another thing that people misunderstand about end game, okay? Repetition, loops of content, and a spiral staircase is what you do in Loot Pursuit games. People misunderstand the genre of Anthem. Division 2, Diablo 3, Destiny, other loot pursuit games, that's what you do. You run a content loop. It's repetitious. The variety of the activities isn't vast and different. You're not, in Diablo, you're not doing things that are vastly different. You're fighting enemies in a dungeon. That's essentially it. You're using your abilities. You're farming for loot. This game is right in that loot pursuit grindy game as service lane. And so many people criticize it against the backdrop of some other idyllic genre that I guess they imagine in their mind, and they're not seeing it for what it is. So, there's good, there's bad in the end game, but I also think there's a ton of misunderstandings about what it is you're supposed to be doing and what it is you're pursuing as cataclysms and other end game activities arrive and you're strong for them. <clears throat> new loot, new abilities, new things to do. So, as with all of my content, if you're listening or watching to the other locations, I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, you can always come in live. I'm probably live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you listening or watching. Please like, share, and subscribe.